This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 287, Venom Road Trip. And I don't have my keys. Hang on. We're very professional here. All right. There we go. Play theme music now. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Palmer. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Okay, we're in the car. It's in gear. And we're going. And we're going. To Venom. Yep. This is going to be interesting, I think. Maybe. It's that whole trend of, you know, let's let's do the movie without the main guy. So let's do uh, Spider-Man stuff without Spider-Man. Let's do a Joker movie without Batman. And let's do Gotham. And let's do Krypton. And let's do everything except for the main guy. Well, at least Venom has been known to have his own comic book series in the past. Yeah, hasn't Joker, maybe? Well, but if he had his, it's like a very limited series. Venom's been like an ongoing concern. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I mean, I know why they're doing this, but it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense that they're doing this. Um, And... Over at uh, Welcome to Level 7, we are always constantly making the the joke, is it MCU? You know, like, as they're announcing new things. And so we've got Spider-Man owned, the rights are owned by Sony, but they joined forces with the MCU. And so Disney is helping them produce those Spider-Man movies, which is great. Spider-Man Homecoming was a good movie, and his appearance in Civil War was good. And then you have... Uh, Green Goblin, you know, could potentially show up in the MCU, and you have uh, Vulture, who did show up in the MCU, and and uh, Shocker, and and Scorpion, you know, all the Rogues Gallery. But Sony's also saying, hey, let's make a Spider-Man Avengers universe, <laughs> and it made a lot of sense when they were thinking about doing that, and they were still going to be using Spider-Man. Well, they still might be. We don't know, like. What we've seen from news reports and things in interviews with Kevin Feige, the vibe I get is it could be a part of the MCU if it's good. And if it's not good, it's not part of the MCU. Well, that's where it gets a little blurry. <laughs> like, you get the impression from Sony that everything we're doing matters, you know? But I, I just don't... I just don't get what they're, what they're thinking. Uh, like... 
so this is what I'm curious about, okay? Will this movie connect to Tom Holland somehow or another? That's that's the big question. And you know, will it connect to Spider-Man because they were going to do they were going to do Spider-Man Avengers. They were going to do a Spider-Man movie and then they were going to do a uh, um Black Cat Silver Sable. Well, yeah, and then also um Aunt May the Sinister Six. That's what I was going for. Like they, so they were kind of going to build up a uh, a Sinister Six uh, team up movie that would have been like the Avengers, but it's the villains teaming up, and then you would have Spider Man have his own movie where he, they go up against him, you know. And so they're like building up a bad guy team to go up against the the one main good guy that they actually have the rights to use, <laughs> and 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 then Disney gets involved. And Sony, I don't, I don't know how it all went ha- and happened, went down, but you know, Sony is like, "Hey, Spider-Man, let's do it," and Disney's all, "Hey, you, you yeah, let's do it," because Spider-Man's pre- great. I'm pretty sure Disney approached Sony. Well, I don't know, but whoever approached whoever, they realized we can make a lot of money with this. And Sony realized, "Hey, we can make a lot of money without actually spending a lot of money." Yeah. And Sony was like, "Hey, we can put that Aunt May movie we were seriously considering making on the shelf." And not do that. <laughs> and so you have all these characters here showing up in the MCU that they can't show up in the Sony cinematic universe. And a- unless they do, like, it just doesn't make... I, we don't know what's going to happen. No. There, Tom Holland could show up in this movie. And see, m- the one thing that is bugging me about what I've seen in the trailers that's telling me this might not be in the MCU is that Secret Lab that is carved in the side of San Francisco next to the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, and we haven't seen that in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, there's 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 not going to be the connective tissue that you get <laughs> uh, when you are looking at these Sony movies. It's just really interesting because, yes, it could be that Disney is going to end up getting the rights back from Sony. And in getting the rights back from Sony... They're going to then be able to make, you know, their own, you know, put Venom into a Spider-Man movie. So then the question is, well, do they keep what, what Sony's doing here? Uh, so is are, is there going to be any kind of crossover there? Uh, the other thing that could happen is Disney does not get the rights back from Sony. And after three Spider-Man movies, which I believe is the deal, three Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. that's what Sony gets to do with Disney. After those three Spider-Man movies, Sony could continue. and do... With Tom Holland Spider-Man. Right. Because I think they've got him signed for like a 10-picture deal or something. But then it's not co-produced by Disney, so suddenly you have this divergent path. And it gets kind of weird then if you're really a stickler for canon. And it, you can end up with some really odd things happening because suddenly you have a canon that started under one umbrella that moves over to another one and they can't you know come back together it it just could be really weird so that's all of the weird behind the scenes stuff with this movie but that's that's not what's important about this movie you know what's important about this movie evan it looks like venom well no i was gonna say (laughs) we're spending money to go see it it better be good is what i'm yeah it's not it's not toe for grace that's important you know, I I honestly thought Topher Grace could have been a contender to play Peter Parker. Yeah, I think I think he would have done a great job if he had been given that role and and taken on that role. The role that he was given and did take on 
was uh, not a good fit. Not, not the not the not the best fit, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but everything from the trailers that I've seen of this movie, it's looking sweet, very cool. Yes, and have you? I, I think I asked you to stay away from spoilers. Did you? I don't. I don't remember you asking me to do that, but I think I have. Okay. Yes. Well, just there have been a lot of headlines with responses to this movie. Okay. No, I've I've not seen any of that stuff, right. and I've purposely stayed away from it. Good, because I don't want you to be. I don't want you to have any preconceived notions here. Um, I do know that people are upset that this movie is opening the same weekend as Lady Gaga's movie with Bradley Cooper. <laughs> oh, poor Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And so, like, her social media followers are, are, are trying to sabotage Venom. Just like the Russians sabotage The Last Jedi. <laughs> the Russians? Is, is that what they're saying now? <laughs> it's... I thought you were getting political on me for a second. Uh, I kind of am because, no, they are saying this. There is someone who did some sort of an analysis that uh, some of the bad publicity of The Last Jedi was actually Russian trolls. You know what? Let's just blame Russia for everything. It's 1982 now, so let's just... We're just blaming them for everything. It's so weird, but it's... It's actually, there's, I guess, some legit research behind this. So, I, I don't know. Anyway. The Russians hate The Last Jedi. They don't want you to like it. Uh, the Russians, and what do they call her follower? Are they Little Monsters? Or something? I don't know. Well, I just figured you're young. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't follow Lady Gaga. Well, I don't either. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> I am young, so I know about Lady Gaga. Right, right. So, anyway, um... It's actually quite possible that from what I said in that one sentence that I revealed that I know more about her than you. I think you do, but I think I've got you beat on Taylor Swift, so. Maybe, probably. I don't know your lyrics. That was apparent because one time we did a bunch of inside Taylor Swift jokes in this car on a road trip podcast. You didn't you didn't blink or know that we were joking. So. Probably didn't care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, Venom, okay? So Venom has appeared on screen in uh, Spider-Man 3. Yep. And he's appeared on screen in uh, the Spider-Man cartoon. Yes, in the 90s version and in the Spectacular Spider-Man and in, unfortunately, the Ultimate Spider-Man television show. All right. And so his comic book origin is that when Spider-Man was sent to Battle World... That's when a whole bunch of superheroes in the 80s disappeared from Earth and were pulled there by a godlike being called the Beyonder. And while he was there, he found this alien clothing that obeyed his commands and applied themselves or itself onto his body and became a black outfit. And so if you're reading the Amazing Spider-Man comic books, one issue he's in his regular costume and the next issue is when he came back from Battle World and he's in this new costume. And it's like, what? how did he get this new costume? And in Secret Wars number nine, he gets his new costume and you see how it happened. And it's because he found these alien clothes. Then as time goes on, they realize these alien clothes aren't just clothes. They're not just magic, but they actually are sentient and have thoughts and minds of their, or a thought and mind of its own. And it becomes a symbiote where it's connecting to its host 
and Peter Parker was its host and it had bad effects on him and brought out some of the badness in him so he had to get rid of it and the way he got rid of it was by loud noises bells especially in, in you know, church towers and it was removed from him Reed Richards investigated it it escaped it attached itself to Eddie Brock and became the villain known as Venom and was a, a thorn in Spider-Man's side for a long, long time. And Venom has uh, much the same powers as uh, Peter Parker because he kind of absorbed them from Peter. And the same costume, only an evil-looking version of it. That black costume had the spider symbol and had the, the shape of the eyes that Spider-Man had. But then when he became Venom, he just became like, he looks like the Hulk's body, you know. But then he has this terrible tongue and awful mouth and terrible teeth and terrible toes. And, <laughs> and uh, he is one of the only villains who is undetectable by Peter's spider sense because the symbiote was on him, I guess, and has merged with his biology enough. But for a while, he also was an anti-hero because he t attached himself to someone who was also trying to do good stuff. And it sounds like this is what this movie is going to be. Well, he did that for a time with Eddie Brock as well because Eddie Brock... He doesn't think of himself as a bad guy. He thinks of him. He's he's Spider-Man's victim, and he wants to hurt Spider-Man. But Spider-Man's the only one he wants to really hurt. But he also um, attached himself to Flash Thompson, who, if you know that name, that's because he is a major character in the Spider-Man universe, who is a bully to Spider-Man in high school. Well, later on, he actually goes to war. He's a great um, soldier, but he's wounded and paralyzed and so what they did was they attached him to the venom symbiote he's not paralyzed he loses his legs something like that whatever it is he's not walking <laughs> anyway they have this thing where he uses the symbiote to be able to be a soldier again and i read a couple issues of that series and that was really really good and then he joins the guardians of the galaxy and that was kind of fun also and there's all sorts of shenanigans. <laughs> the question is, will this movie be good? And so my question to you, Evan, what does this movie have to do to be a good movie, in your opinion? Well, it has to um, have more than one Spider-Man character in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't want just Eddie Brock. It's got to have... Let's throw in some other people. Uh, and then... Yeah, it's got to it's got to be a compelling story. Like I don't want him to just get the symbiote on and then you know that that's I don't just beat up people. Yeah. I don't I don't have any inkling of where the story's going to go or how it's going to end necessarily. So it it's got to be a good story and I have to not have nightmares tonight. So <laughs> now this is is going to be uh, they're they're promoting it as being a little bit scary but it's going to be pg-13 scary yes which is the only reason why i'm seeing it because if it was rated r i would not be in this car this evening if it was rated r i would be recording this by myself possibly yes which you know what i did predator the predator i recorded a whole episode yeah i think i listened to it no no no. i recorded a road trip episode yeah there and back i never released it Oh. <laughs> no. You might have listened to the Real World Theology episode that I did. I don't know. But. Yeah. It was, the movie was so not good that I just couldn't even formulate any thoughts about, <laughs> it, it just, it was a terrible, awful, no good, very bad episode 
of Strangers and Aliens that will join the ranks of the two or three now that were recorded but will never be released. Like the Santa Claus episode. The Santa Claus episode. I I Steve gave it to me and I did listen to it. Or you gave it to me. Yeah, I did listen to it and it is it's not as bad as you said, but it's it's bad. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good for kids. It's not good for it's not good for humans is what it is. Um, maybe if you're a Venom symbiote, you'd be able to listen to it, be okay with it. But um, I mean, that's what happened to Santa Claus is he was possessed by the Venom symbiote. But uh, okay, so for me, what has to happen for this to be good is this has to present a. I want it to present a good moral dilemma of you know the the line between maybe you know being a monster and and being a hero who does the hard things or whatever um i want to see a good struggle uh, between eddie and venom and if they pull that off well you know make a make it a, a decent you know monster movie basically where this is a man struggling not to be a monster and that's that's what i need and and I'm hoping that that'll, that'll that'll make it a good movie. Now, will it make it a good Venom movie? Maybe not. And so that's the other judgment. So is it a good movie? Is it a good Venom movie? And then the other question that we'll be answering over at Welcome to Level 7, I'm sure, um, is it MCU? Because I'm, I'm going to be trying to keep my eye open to see, okay, do we see anyone from the Spider-Man movie show up in this, from Homecoming? I'm going to guess no. And I'm more and more, I'm realizing... As much as I'd love this to be a divergent branch of the MCU that's you know Sony is pushing, uh, it's sounding more and more like it's not. It's not going to be that. So we'll we'll see. This we've, is, we've been surprised before. We have. We have. Um, do you remember when the post-credit scene for Amazing Spider-Man Two was um, a trailer for X-Men: First Class? No. I think it was X-Men First Class. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was... Oh, yes! Yes, I do, yeah. It was... No, it was uh, Days of Future Past. Was it? Okay, yeah. yeah it was, whatever it was, <laughs> it was just this kind of odd... Wait, this isn't a post credit scene. It's this just is, a trailer. It's just a trailer that 20th Century Fox paid Sony to put into the movie. That's not cool. <laughs> so, I do know there are uh, two post credit scenes in this movie. And I actually know what they are. Well, don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you. But I am saying I know what they are. And that's the other thing. I was hoping that you were not going to, like, somewhere stumble upon that. So, good. All right. We are at the theater. We have made our statements. What will make it a good movie? I'm just going to ask you to right now to predict. Okay? We won't do this normally. Oh, man. We won't do this normally. But first of all, we're going to rank our favorite Venom movies. <laughs> so right now, my favorite Venom movie is Spider-Man 3. Okay. All right, what's your favorite Venom movie? The trailer for this movie. <laughs> the other thing is, I want you to predict how many uh, how many Venom web shooters do you think you'll give this out of five? I don't know. I'm predicting 3.5. And I'm predicting three for myself. Okay. All right. So it sounds like we have pretty low bar. Is yeah, that okay? Ish. I mean, the bar has not been set high for Venom movies. So like I said, the trailer for this movie is better than all of Venom. 
in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> so what we actually have to really put this up against is, will this be as good as a middle-of-the-road MCU movie? Okay. Or will this be as good as, say, a good Fantastic Four movie? Uh... <laughs> or, or will this be as good as... Uh, <laughs> the other Fantastic Four movies because no. none of them were really that good. Well, I, hope it's not, so, I hope it's better than those. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. let's turn this off. Let's go inside. Let's watch this movie. We'll be back after the sounder. And when we come back, we'll come back with some non-spoily stuff. And then we'll start spoiling. Okay. All right. <laughs> So we just walked out of the theater. Yep. We just saw the movie. The movie was Venom. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting in the car, getting ready to leave the theater. Yep. And Evan, I have no idea what you thought about this movie. Okay. I heard you whisper some things. What? Did I? Yeah. Did I yeah. I, I heard you whisper, <laughs> so stupid. Did I? Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't tell if you were whispering to the movie or to the people. In the movie, like doing oh, something so, stupid. I, you know, I don't, I can't remember. Yeah, okay, well, you know, I rarely do. I don't remember when I say things. Right. Um, yeah. And, and, well, so let's, let's, let's start here. No spoilers right now. Okay. All right. Um, I predicted three stars from me. I predicted three and a half. You predicted three and a half from you. Yep. Um, and then we were asking, was it better than Fantastic Four? And was it better than And was Spider-Man it better than 3? Spider-Man 3? Yes. All right. Now, the Spider-Man 3 part, specifically, we're looking at the Venom. Right. The Venom stuff. Um, yeah. So, Evan, what's your consensus now? What, I guess consensus is between the two of us. So, what, what, are, you thought, what are your thoughts now? Uh, it's better than the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man 3, I think. Okay. The Venom parts. All right. And how many stars did you give this on Letterboxd when you... Uh, I didn't do it. Oh, well, I did. Oh, I did. But how many stars would you have given it if you were to give it stars? Three. Three? Yep. I, I gave it three stars as well. Right. Yeah, my seven-word movie review was kind of dumb, kind of fun, but it works. Okay. All right? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. This is a dumb movie. <laughs> I don't know if it's dumb. It's dumb. They do dumb <laughs> stuff, but it's not bad. They do dumb stuff, yes. But it's not bad. No. It's not, it's, like, I've seen other movies that are dumb, and you're just like, well, that was dumb. I don't ever want to see that again. Here's the deal. I liked Eddie Brock in this movie. Yeah. I liked Venom in this movie. Yeah. And we'll talk about that relationship in spoiler section. Uh, the plot itself wasn't terrible, as far as, like, what they were going after, what the MacGuffin was. Um, but then it's just kind of big, dumb fun. Yeah, like... It's way more comic booky than I thought it would be. Like I was expecting a thriller sort of monster movie, a horror light sort of thing. No, not even a little. <laughs> and it's I would say a little. A tiny bit. Like but as much as you'd get in another sort of Marvel movie, you know. This was not the movie I was expecting it no to be. No way, no. It it was a lot more fun than I thought it should have been, <laughs> or at least I, what I was expecting, anyway. Yeah, no, I was expecting, like, a, a PG-13 horror movie. You know, so Jurassic Park, you know, yeah. that's that's the style of thing. 
but with more, you know, dark, uh, like literal darkness. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have the, the anti-hero hero clash or whatever. But, um, yeah, I was expecting like more psychological thriller. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Here's the other thing I'm just going to throw out there. Uh, I'll wait for that for spoilers. Okay. Okay. So, do you recommend it? And to who do you recommend it to? I'd recommend it if you're a Spider-Man fan and you are familiar with the character. It's kind of fun. Uh, which is, seems weird that I'm saying that. The Venom movie, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it was character stuff, though. Yeah. It was character stuff that made it fun. The plot was just enough for them to move along and, and do things. And then the... Yeah, it could have said something more, you know, like what you're saying. But, um, yeah, I would recommend it to people who who do just want to sit back, enjoy. Uh, if you went and saw The Predator and were very disappointed in that, this one kind of, I I feel like, okay, finally, I got to see another movie finally in the theater that I liked, as opposed to that movie that I felt a little bit ripped off, a little bit. So, all right. So we're going to play the spoilers alert Yep. for our sounder. And then uh, I'm going to put this car into gear, and we're going to start driving uh, to drop Evan off at his place. All right, here's a spoiler organ. Spoilers. 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 All right, the spoiler organ is played. We are driving, and uh, anything is is free reign here. So, Ben, let's start with our favorite parts. Well, can what? I can I start with what I was going to say? Yes, because right. I don't want to forget that. And that is, they're watching this movie. There is a whole lot on the editing floor. Uh, there, there has to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and the way they cut this movie, even like you could. You could see there's, they trimmed as much as possible, just in just cuts between one shot to another shot, where, you know, it, it just wasn't the best edit, but I feel like they were just trying to get down to you know under two hours or whatever. And I also feel like they were cutting out a lot of gore. Yeah, yeah. This movie. That's the other. That's one word I would use for this movie is neutered. Like this. This movie. They. It earns every bit of not being an R-rated movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, yeah, so They left in all the language, and they cut out all of the the graphic violence. Yeah, because there was opportunity for a lot of graphic violence. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there was, at some points, where the shot was going to be different, and they changed it in the CGI. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I bet you're right. I bet you're right. I, I feel like there is a director's cut, possibly... Uh, depending on how well this movie does, we'll see if a director's cut actually comes out of it. But I feel like there's a director's cut that is actually, um, it might still retain the fun, but a different movie, a longer movie, and and a little more violent, and maybe even a little more scary movie. Yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised by how not scary it was, and how not gory it was. It was it was very surprising. For as many limbs that got cut off and people that got cut in half and heads that got eaten, uh, you didn't see any of it. Nope. 
Didn't see any of it. They, they implied it, and it bothered that little two-year-old who was sitting at the front of the theater. Oh my goodness. Okay, why are you bringing your two-year-old kid to Venom, the movie? I don't know, maybe, maybe they thought the baby would sleep or something. I don't know. The Venom inside of me, a.k.a. my conscience, because that was what Venom kind of was. Venom was kind of like Jiminy Cricket in this movie sometimes. There's a little bit of that, but... You should apologize. Okay, but... <laughs> I, I, yeah, but that's that's Venom Venom learning from Eddie and Eddie learning from Venom. They're they're learning from each other. And it's... It's a... This is a bromance. Yeah. That's what this movie is. <laughs> it's... <laughs> anyway, the Venom inside of me urged me to go and say something to that parent. I was like, why are you bringing your kid to the Venom movie? But uh, I didn't do that. Anyway... <laughs> Why are you bringing your kid to the Venom movie? You should leave. There are animated movies he can watch. Yeah, like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So that's the second post-credit scene is a scene from Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I hate it when they do that. You know, I was all, I was a little excited because I thought they were going to tie this movie directly into the Spider-Verse movie and have Tom Hardy play an animated Venom which would be sweet, but I don't think they're doing nope. that. Nope. Nope. And <laughs> the thing I was thinking, and I said this to you, I think, in the theater, was I'm, this post-credit scene is giving mixed signals here because we just watched this movie about uh, an anti-hero that literally bites people's heads off, and then we get a post-credit that takes us into this fun, goofy little scene from... Uh, oh, that's not where I wanted to turn. Uh, scene from... The animated movie that is probably going to be a PG thirteen or PG, not PG thirteen. Um, it's just mixed signals. That's all. Mixed signals. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the bad guy, like the bad guy in this movie, is the, you got the the businessman guy, and then you've got what's his name, the other symbiote. They call them uh, Riot. Riot. Yeah. Because there's like four other symbiotes in the comic right that are all multicolored well there's 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 lots of symbiotes yeah and i i only know about carnage and venom by name though yeah and and so this was not carnage it was riot yeah as the team leader because apparently they're an advanced scout group waiting to get picked up by somebody so they can have a planet to venomize well he said they they found earth and so they were coming to Earth. And so, yeah, so there's interesting ideas here. And this one kind of is that invasion of the body snatchers idea where, at least in the 70s movie, I don't remember it for the, the older one, but um, there's just these these uh, fluffy things floating through the space and landing on the Earth, and they're going to take it over. And that's what was happening here. They're on a comet, and they were found by the Life Foundation, but then the Life Foundation was actually, you know, not the the people who found them. They they found us. So I don't know. I mean, it's a good way to get around the whole uh, <laughs> battle world of Secret Wars two. Yeah, I liked the uh, the Ultimate Spider Man um, Venom origin, which is completely different. He's man made. Um, Check it out. It's pretty cool if you want to read it in the comic books. Well, but this was the uh, the uh, animated Spider-Man show where uh, J- Jameson 
an astronaut, and his space shuttle brings Venom to Earth. Yeah, and so we have we have Colonel Jameson, and he's dead in like the first five minutes. Come on, guys. Hey, but you got what you wanted, man. Yeah, there was another Spider-Man character, and actually there was two if you count the post-credit, the first post-credit, which was kind of cool. Yeah, which was, uh, well, Carnage. Yeah, Cletus Cassidy, played by Woody Harrelson. Weird. <laughs> Weird. But he, he he looked like a cross between, um, if you would take uh, almost any Joker and then take Lex Luthor from the DC universe right now, and you've got, you've got Cletus as played by Woody Harrelson. Yeah, well, and he, I guess they picked him because Cletus is supposed to be Southern, and Woody Harrelson is Southern, so therefore he can play Cletus Cassidy. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't, you can... I don't know. But what I do know is he was... Uh, he will make a great antagonist in the next one. That's what I know. Yep. So, uh, a couple of predictions I made during the movie. Like, as soon as they showed that cat, I'm like, he's got to eat that cat. This isn't Alf. What are you... <laughs> I thought he was going to eat the, the dog. The hospital dog? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that too. That dog was going to get eaten, but nope. 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 And they, they searched so hard to find the right match for every single symbiote. Uh, and it's so very difficult, except for Venom. Like Venom just can, hey, the dog works. Uh, the girlfriend works. Well, it's a long-term... They're trying to find a long-term host. He was only on them for, like, a couple minutes or an okay, hour. All right, all right. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. So, anyway, you were wanting to talk about uh, scenes we liked the most. Yeah. And a lot of the interplay with Eddie and Venom, that's what I, I liked. I mean, that's probably the best the best bits for me was when they were talking to each other. Venom, much more jokey than I was expecting. Um, he's Yeah, he's very likable right off the bat. Like, and that's not something I'm used to. No, I was not expecting that at all. Um and it's, it's because I think in a lot of the things I've seen him in, uh, the symbiote is like this silent, menacing uh, force that is give, just giving you, like, feelings of badness. But in this, it's actually talking back and forth to Eddie. Yeah. And Eddie and Venom both have their own um, character arcs. But what's nice about it, and they make it work... It's not great. It's not perfect, and it's not um, really. They don't. They don't focus on it too long. But Eddie and Venom help each other in their character arc. So Eddie helps Venom not want to destroy the Earth, <laughs> and Venom helps Eddie to kind of not be a loser. <laughs> well, Venom also helps Eddie heal his limbs when they get broken. And heal his relationship with the girlfriend. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Like, Venom is now Eddie's wingman. Look at her. She has no idea we're going to get her back. Yeah. That was hilarious. You never apologize to her. Do it now because you may die before you get another chance. Okay. Alright. Hey, And so, the thing though is I think all of this that we're talking about right now is good-natured ribbing. Like, if this movie was a person, you know, we would be 
like kind of laughing with the person about his shortcomings a little bit, you know, and we'd be, you know, nudging him with our elbow and, you know, kind of like, you know, just goofing on him. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not clowning on him, you know, yeah. we're not criticizing this. Oh, we're criticizing a little bit. Well, but. but this funny stuff, this is the, the best parts of the movie, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just, it worked. It worked. Yeah. Uh, as far as things that I didn't like, there are definitely uh, plot elements where it's just, we're just moving from A to B because we got to get to B. <laughs> and, you know, just things like, um, uh, Eddie Brock gets brought into a super high security, high science place and they don't know what happened and the guards didn't see it. So they just don't know. There's no security there's cameras no in the lab. Cameras. Like <laughs> the guards just don't, well, you didn't see it. So we don't know, you know? And so there's certain things like that where, yeah, you got to just let it go. And if you can't let it go, you're not going to enjoy this movie. But if you can, and this is where it got goodwill because I liked, I liked Eddie Brock. So, yeah, the part where he's putting himself in the lobster tank and stuff. Yeah. Well, and, but it worked, you know, because you like him, and it is goofy. It's not, it's not taking itself super seriously the way a horror do probably would try to. Yeah, and like, it's very interesting because you call Venom an anti-hero. But I feel like in this, he's a lot more hero than anti. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though he is eating people's heads. Yeah, totally. And that's that's the thing is, he is not going to... They didn't play with the moral dilemma of, do we kill people or not? No, it's like, okay, maybe you can kill someone. If they're bad. You know, they got to be really bad. And maybe, maybe, maybe you can eat them. Yeah, like, and in the end scene where he's he's intimidating the guy who's robbing the store, like he's like, "I'm gonna threaten you." No, now nah, I'm gonna eat your whole body. And because <laughs> when you look at the when he's walking away, the guy is gone. He yeah. ate him. And the, the the owner of the shop is just, "What was that?" Yeah. <laughs> like, that was really interesting. Tell me more. You just saw a body grow out of my body, and. You just saw that body that grew out of my body eat another body. And that's your response. Whoa, whoa, oh, interesting. Uh, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I just got a parasite. Okay, good. Uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. That was, yeah. And uh, it's interesting the, the style of the animation for Venom because it just goes from realism to totally Todd McFarlane world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when it's when it is just the symbiote, that was really cool. The way it was crawling around, yeah. I loved, I loved that. That was really neat. Um, I was reminded Sony was the producer of the movie Life, which has an alien. It's kind of basically, what would you take? What would you get if you took Alien, the movie, and mixed it with Venom, and 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 threw Jake Gyllenhaal in there? And I haven't seen it. I want to see it. Wanted to see it. I heard some really bad things about it. It's not a great movie. But um, it's called Life. And so and then I see this spaceship with the word life written on it. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, huh. Because people talked about, like, what if this was a stealth Venom prequel? That'd be cool. It would be really cool, but apparently it wasn't. So anyway, uh, I did like the way that the, the symbiote was moving around when it wasn't attached to a host. And it is, you know 
the, the thing that always bothers me about a lot of these kind of things, and Iron Man gets it right, you know, when he's in the suit, you feel like, okay, he can move in the way that that suit moves. There's a body inside there. Uh, there's a lot of other things where, especially if it's um, like a, a stunt person in a suit, but they were something smaller, you know. And so that's what's always bothered me about Venom is there's a human being with legs and arms and a torso in the middle of this creature, but then all of the joints of the creature are proportional to the creature, not to the person inside the creature. And the way it's walking around, I, I always wonder, like, okay, is, it, is, the, is the, the symbiote, like, healing this guy's body? within <laughs> and it almost feels like it could be that yeah. way in this in this because he heals him effortlessly or does the symbiote um when it becomes that bigger thing um because where the symbiote's knees would be bending it's like right at the shin right. of the person inside and it but is the person inside really just that much a part of the the symbiote mm. and and so it's, it's like they don't have their own um their own body or their own structure right. so anyway um, what else? What else is there you want to talk? Because we're here, so. Right. Well, I think the only, like, if you want to get uh, spiritual about it, uh, Venom is always interesting because, like, the only thing that you could, that I could compare it to to real life is either schizophrenia or de- demonic possession. You know, where you've got this other thing living inside you, talking in your head, but it's. It's really interesting because it, this is a well, at least in this movie, it's a helpful other person. Yeah, it's two people kind of helping each other along. Yeah, I was expecting to find more of a. So you're you're talking about the schizophrenia stuff that more of a realistic, right. literal, yeah, kind of because application. Like I feel like the first trailer we saw was more like that, where it's like I've got this voice in my head and I want it out, but. In this movie, they're like it's they're buddies, and it's played for laughs at yeah. first, you know. But it's an odd couple, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I was expecting uh, more of a metaphorical version of that, where it's it's almost like sin nature, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like this is the thing, and it's pushing me to do this thing that I don't want to do. I was expecting it to, but it's not that because it's just doing it, and you're like, wait, wait, come, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, it's not pushing that's you not, to do anything. That's not <laughs> at all what we got. Right. I, I was expecting Paul's Romans, you know, I, the things I do not want to do, I do, but yeah. I, you know, and and instead we're getting iron sharpens iron, where yeah. you've yeah. got the the two guys and the one guy's like, no, you can't eat people unless they're really bad. Yeah, so this is more like conjoined twins. Or or friends, like. <laughs> but you're sharing one body. Wow. You know, like so. <laughs> it's different than we don't share the same body, Ben. No, no, but and, we're friends. Yeah. Okay. So but I'm you're not looking at you to eat people. You're getting very literal <laughs> here. Like, we're looking at the metaphorical like application here. You've got two people who both are losers and both start out wanting to. On my planet. I'm kind of a loser, like you. <laughs> then why are you on a mission with the other guys, Venom? Like, why did- he got a promotion at work, <laughs> yes. and they're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. I'm going to have to tell my family that I'll be away for a while. Uh, they're not going to believe this. And I got that promotion that no one wanted. 
Maybe that's what it is. Nobody wants this job. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we gotta send someone. Well, why not? Big why not man. Phil over there? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, it could have been worse. And instead, I feel like six fifty well spent. Yeah. As far as movie experiences go. Yeah. I mean, it's. I have to. Ra- I gotta rank it on my letterbox, so I can't do that right now. But you're ranking for the 2018 movies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because where I'd put it. Yeah. If I was ranking my 2018 movies, it wouldn't be high up there. Um, but this is definitely not mid-range MCU, but it it, it could rank it's with at MCU. The bottom of the barrel. And it, it could rank as an MCU movie. That's. All right. I'm just eyeballing it. I'm eyeballing it right now. It could probably go around 13 or 14. Out of? Out of 20. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. yeah. This is the back half. Yeah. But, you know, I I enjoy all the movies on this list up to... Well, the only one I really hated was number 20, which is Batman Ninja. So. I don't know if I could rank it below Batman Ninja. No. I don't think you can. I don't know if I could rank it above Batman. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I had as much fun at this movie as I did with Batman Ninja, if not maybe a little bit more. Yeah, it was fun. Okay. Well, that's our Venom road trip then. Uh, Evan, I'll, I'll see you later. Okay. And any final words? Uh, I can never think of good final words. Well, you could just kind of make a final statement about the thing we're talking about. You don't have to like do a random quote from a book that's just at arm's length from you on the desk where your computer is sitting. Like, I don't know, someone else might do who might be connected mm. to this podcast. Mm. Okay, well then my final words would be, uh, this is a pretty good movie. All right. And I would go with, <laughs> it's a pretty okay movie. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to go as far as good movie. Yeah, yeah. Pretty okay movie. Oh, I was going to rank it though. Is it a good Venom movie? Okay, yeah. And and the question I feel like it is a a decent Venom movie and I feel like it's a good it's a good monster movie or at least it flirts with being a good monster movie. Yeah. It's a, it's like a fun buddy road trip movie. And they definitely pared that down to get it to a PG-13 <laughs> under 2 hours. Uh, and that that hour and 55 minutes includes that four-minute Spider-Man Spider-Verse yeah, yep. clip, and which that trailer today that right. I, I had not seen that new trailer for mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse, I don't want to see any more trailers to it for it because yeah. it gave away so much. It's so good. Yeah. That looks so good. <laughs> I love Spider-Ham in that trailer. He's my favorite part. <laughs> and so there was also the Captain Marvel trailer. That was good. I mean, there's a lot of good trailers in, in with this. So, All right. Well, my final words are, of course, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us on our road trip to see Venom and back. And uh, we will talk with you later. I don't know what our next road trip is going to be. Yeah, there were a couple on there that I forgot about, like Alita Battle Angel. That looks really good, like the the last trailer I saw. So there's a bunch of, like, weird sci-fi ones, like the one where London is a truck. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so we'll probably go see that. Yeah, and and beyond that, um, this is October, and so we're gonna do some scary stuff. Maybe I don't know, but for right now, I want to thank you for listening. 
And I also want to say that no matter where your car takes you, to whatever movie it might take you to, Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is one 804 And once again, thanks for listening. Oh, poor Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper.